You're listening to. Whoa! to Books and Boba, a book club and podcast about books by Asian and Asian American authors. I'm your host, Rira Yu, and my co-host Marvin is actually in Asia right now visiting family. So instead of our regular mid-month episode where we talk about new releases and publishing news, we have a very special episode for you. Our friend and former guest of the podcast, Lauren Lola, actually talked to a bunch of Filipino writers at the 2017 Filipino-American International Book Festival, also known as the Phil Book Fest, in San Francisco a couple of months ago. Uh, This year was the festival's fourth run, and it was actually launched back in 2011 by PAWA, which stands for Philippine-American Writers and Artists. They partnered with the San Francisco Public Library and a couple of other local organizations to bring together all these amazing Filipino authors and poets from across the country, uh, the Philippines, and I think some from Australia and Singapore. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed these series of interviews. Thanks to Lauren for going to the festival and talking with these authors. Lauren's also an author herself, so check out her book, An Absolute Mind on Goodreads and wherever you find your books. And here we go. Hello, Books and Boba readers and listeners. This is Lauren Lola coming to you today live from San Francisco. More specifically, I'm at the San Francisco Public Library for the fourth Filipino-American International Book Festival. There's said to be a line of panels and discussions lined up throughout the day along with different vendors to check out. This is my first time here and this is the only day I could check it out. So let's see what we find. Yeah, so can you introduce yourself and what you were vendoring? Yes, so um, my name is Joshua Paras. I'm a student intern for PAWA, and I'm currently vendoring for the um, 4th Filipino-American International Book Festival. Can you explain what PAWA is for those who don't know? Yeah, so PAWA is a nonprofit organization. We're based in San Francisco. Um, Our main job is to promote, uh, you know, Filipino literature and arts, um, whether that be through creating, you know, the Filipino Book Fest and inviting authors to have discussion about Filipino literature and promoting their books, or whether that's through um, actually publishing. Uh, we're connected through Korean Press um, and publishing um, Filipino authors and writers. Do you know how long this nonprofit has been going on? Oh, yeah, it was established in um, 1994. Can you highlight some books that are on display today that you would recommend checking out? Yeah, so there's one book I really recommend. Um, it's called Cuentos, uh, Lost Things. Um, Cuentos means stories, and so they're kind of like the lost stories of um, Filipinos. And what the book actually is, is it's a, um anthology of reimagined Filipino myths. So there are a lot of myths, um, you know, that, that are passed on through word of mouth um, that writers in our contemporary, you know, world um, have updated or adapted to a modern setting. And so they take 
you know, these really popular figures such as the Aswang, the Capre, and they place them into, you know, a modern-day context. And what would uh, modern-day Filipino mythology look like? Nice. All right. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Can you introduce yourself and what you're rep- um, representing? Hi. Hi there. Um, my name is Lily Frijoles, and I'm with Archipelago Books. Can you explain um, what Archipelago Books is for those who don't know? Archipelago Books is a Filipino specialty bookstore. We specialize in Philippine and Filipino-American books. Um, we're one of two in the country, or in the United States, and we provide books for individuals, institutions, everybody, and anyone who wants to read Philippine books. So how do you um, select what books to be included in the bookstore? Um, we mainly get books um, based off of, like, um, record, like, People, the stuff that people are looking for, mm-hmm. um, stuff that um, we've been selling really well, but also like for some books, it's just like a feeling. Like um, you can tell um, where people are at when they're walking in the bookstore. So if we get more than one person who's looking for pre-colonial books or pre-colonial Philippines, you kind of get the idea. Like okay, maybe I should get more. Mm-hmm. Or um, um, I know to definitely always buy books from the Philippines because um, there's a lot of people studying Philippine studies or are. Yeah. You know that's going to be their that's their what their PhD is about. Um, but mainly, like I, I just go like where people are like, I want more books about this. I want more children's books. I'm looking for more books for family members. So, and then um, yeah, so it really depends on where people's at. And I think right now people are at pre-colonial times right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just cater to what the customers are looking for. Um, mainly, yeah, because if I kept buying stuff that I only liked, yeah, no one would buy any books. Is there anything that's coming up that you want to promote real quick? Um, We are working with an author. um, We're working with a company called Star Star Stories. Um, they, um, it's a woman named uh, Christy Newhart. She um, she recently came out with um, she's coming out with a series of Philippine books and other Philippine dialects other than Tagalog. Um, one of the things that we um, we we love about her books is um, she is catering to a community that doesn't usually get books for it. Um, say like she wrote a book in Cebuano, a book in Chavacano, and a book in Ibatan for kids. Yeah. So it's bilingual books. So it's um, they write or it's pretty much has the dialect and English in the same page so you can read it at home with your kids learn a different language other than like Tagalog at home and um and just like, and also get great illustrations, artwork, because she worked with a lot of artists from the Philippines. So, um, so we work, we're working with her. It's an amazing book, um, or it's amazing. Like we have three copies out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I only know the names of the characters. I don't know, but um, but it's it mainly centers around um, one one main like character who happens to be a kid in that in that region, and so. Um, we're like so at least kids could like relate to it and also learn something new like a new culture in the Philippines yeah so which is not widely known nice yes is there anything else you want to add um you know like um people can always say that they want Philippine books and Filipino books it's a whole other thing to like actually seek them out and buy it and sometimes when you buy it off of Amazon it really doesn't help a lot of the smaller bookstores too mm, yeah. um, so if you are if you're really going to consciously buy books you know support bookstores like Archipelago Eastwind uh, Philippine Expressions um, like look for your smaller more local bookstores and support them because um, 
but um, because that's how we like that's of course that's how we survive. But also like we we cater to our community. Like I buy books based off of what people are telling me. So I actually know what's happening in the current community and the community at large, yeah. and not just forcing more. I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey down people's throats or something like... Right. You know, people are kind of tired of that. Like, maybe they want something that's a little bit more educational or a little bit more... Subs- with more substance. No offense to erotic books. <laughs> There's a lot of smarter writers, I guess, out there, so... But, yeah. So we, we just... Just support. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, Lolly. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Can you just start by introducing yourself and what you represent? Sure. Uh, my name is Don Aguilio. I'm representing In Hiatus uh, Studios, which is a comic book company based in San Francisco, as well as Cool Arts, uh, the Cool Arts in, uh, organization in the Soma District. Yeah, can you explain, I guess, some of what you have on display here, since this is all audio? Sure. Um, in Hiatus Studios is currently promoting our first book, which is called The Shards. It's an anthology of six new comic book properties, which are independently published in our hardcover. Three of the five of us are uh, actually... I'm sorry. Three of the five of us are Filipino Americans. One of us, one of us is Chinese American. Um, and yeah, that's what we're we're kind of showing off right now at, here. And with Cool Arts, two of us, myself and uh, Raf Salazar, have been working with Cool Arts on Clan of Saints Bay, which is issue one of a uh, comic book property that showcases the leadership in the Soma District. And if you leave through it, you, you'll you, you might be able to recognize some of the the people. People in the some of the real people in the Soma that we uh, kind of put into this comic book uh, fantasy world. They're, they're kind of they're superheroes in their own right in reality, so we kind of turn them into superheroes in this comic book property. Nice. Is this your first time um, at this book festival? It is. It's our first time at this book festival. We were invited by um, Edwin and Abraham to uh, to come and showcase our work and basically represent the creative community in in um, in San Francisco. There doesn't seem to be a lot of, um, I guess, representation of Filipino Americans in comics and graphic novels, and I was wondering what your thoughts are about that and how um, In Hiatus plans to, I guess, change that. Okay. Um, in in the tradition of American comics, at least, uh, we're working on a, a, you know a legacy of, of heroes that have come from not traditionally not white or not Asian American creators. There are a lot of actually there are a lot of Filipino um, artists that we know of and that are our heroes: Mike Del Mundo, Wilson Porcetasio, um, Francis Manapul, to name just a few of the the Filipino um, artists that are working for Marvel and DC, for example. Also working on their own independent stuff. So, in Hiatus Studios, we we wanted to basically represent our own communities and kind of infuse some of our work with our cultural backgrounds as well. And we we wanted to show that it's actually a stereotype that we're underrepresented. We're actually pretty pretty well represented. We're just not we're just not as um, I guess predominant in the um, in the comic book. Mainstream comics. What's that? In mainstream comics. Scene? In mainstream comics, right? A lot, a lot of uh, the independent work that you see out there that um, isn't known yet because it's not tied to maybe some big movie that's coming out. Um, it actually features a lot of, of uh, uh, so much more diverse creative. Uh, nice. It's good to know. Yeah. Just for clearing that. Oh yeah, 
All right, can you introduce yourself and what do you represent here? Uh, my name is Christian Kabuai, and um, I'm a uh, cultural practitioner specializing in the ancient writing system from the Philippines. How long have you been doing this? Um, publicly for about 10 years. What got you into it? Um, I've always done um, art or calligraphy or writing art. Started out, you know, tagging and vandalizing things. Um, then when I discovered we had our own writing system, um, you know, I slowly started to incorporate the two. So, like, when you're at these events, what kind of what kind of things do you offer to people who are interested? Um, uh, my books. Um, ultimately, it's a conversation. Um, a lot of the pieces don't stand alone. Um, you need context. So um, when people have questions about the artwork, like what's the meaning, you know, what does, what, how does it relate to them currently, and what is the symbolism or the literal meaning. So a lot of it is um, um, education and also, um, you know, cosmetics in terms of art. So Babayan, I think, is a pre-colonial Filipino script. What does it mean to you to continue it? Um, so the way I use it is threefold. Uh, one is cultural identity. Uh, two is promotion, promotion of that culture, promotion of your goods, promotion of yourself. Um, and once you promote, you add value to it. And once something has value, then that leads to preservation. Um, is, the, is there anything they have coming up for your business? Uh, yeah. So um, in San Francisco in the Bay Area, I'm at the uh, Undiscovered event, uh, Third Fridays at the SF Mint. Oh, that's you? Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, next one is October 20, where you know I usually do a large uh, painting, you know, about 10 feet long. Um, and... Uh, you know, just have conversations, have a party. But yeah, traveling, um, doing lectures on the scripts um, around the U.S. And uh, yeah, October is pretty busy. Is there anything else that you want to add? Um, no. Um, yeah, check out the website uh, by mine.com and kabuay.com, K-A-B-U-A-Y.com. Um, and uh, you know, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Can you introduce yourself and what you are representing? Yes. Yes. Um, I'm Erica Palasigue, and I'm the manager at uh, Eastwind Books of Berkeley. Can you explain um, what Eastwind Books is for those who don't know? Yes. So Eastwind Books of Berkeley is uh, a specialty bookstore. Uh, we focus on uh, Asian, Asian American, ethnic studies titles. Uh, and we have been around for over 20 years, almost 30 years, in the downtown Berkeley area, yes. Uh, we actually started off, uh, well, the owners were, uh, they uh, started Everybody's Bookstore. Have you heard of Everybody's Bookstore? No. So, and that started in San Francisco, and that was basically uh, book lovers who got together and decided, we need Asian American titles. So, it was like a collective bookstore. Thus, everybody's bookstore. But then when that uh, shut down around the late 1960s, I believe, uh, the current owners decided to buy Eastwind Books of Berkeley, which used to specialize in only uh, Chinese, Chinese-American titles. So they are now, because there's the Eastwind Books in San Francisco, and that's Chinese-American Chinese titles. And Eastwind Books of Berkeley, separate owners, 
we have included other uh, ethnic studies titles, for instance, Native American studies, Chicana studies, uh, African American studies, because it's, you know, if you're a person of color, uh, and it's been around for, again, almost 30 years, uh, we do book events, uh, especially local authors. Um, we publish, we're publish, we call ourselves like small press. Uh, so we do have uh, some of those titles, A Village in the Fields, A Forbidden Book, mostly Filipino-American titles. Um, and we are distributors for other texts, meaning that you can only get them through us. They're either not on Amazon or uh, the, the writer has asked us to be the carriers, like the U.S. distributors of a certain text. But we also carry uh, books for ethnic studies courses, Asian American studies courses over at UC Berkeley and sometimes uh, through San Francisco State. Uh, yeah, we're small staff. Um, we hire mostly students, uh, and we uh, are trying to figure out how to stay in business. Why we mean by that? Oh, because it's it's the book industry, uh, and it's hard to compete with Amazon. So mm -hmm. we don't we don't compete with them. Uh, we focus really on. Um, community relationships uh, so we work with like the ethnic studies library on campus a lot of Asian American organizations like uh, in the greater Bay Area uh, to really solidify those uh, resources and also just to uh, just to keep ourselves as a community resource by engaging with other Asian American organizations so that we're not just a bookstore, but we're also a space for debate, conversation, again, book events, um, and we've done film screenings, uh, we've hosted, uh, we've hosted a theater, <laughs> theater uh, practices, rehearsals, because we have the space. Um, yeah, so we're just, we're really open to whatever the community wants from us, needs from us, like we're open to suggestions, um, and we, we work with community members to try to keep our bookstore, um, like everybody's bookstore. All right. Oh, nice. Cool. Thank you. So I think this is about it for me here at the 4th Filipino American International Book Festival. Um, if you missed out on this year, unfortunately, you have to wait two years to go to it because the next one will be in 2019. So thank you for tuning in with me today on attending the Phil Book Fest. So thanks for listening. This episode of Books and Boba was hosted by Rira Yu and edited by Marvin Yue. For further discussion on the books covered at Books and Boba, please visit our Goodreads forum. You can find the link on our Facebook page at Books and Boba, as well as by searching for the group Books and Boba on Goodreads.com. Books and Boba is a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of podcasts featuring unique voices from the Asian American community. If you like this show, check out some of the other great programs of the Potluck Podcast Collective, including Saturday School, a podcast about Asian American pop culture and film history hosted by Ada Sang and Brian Hu. Check out Saturday School and the other great programs of the Potluck Collective by going to the website www.podcastpotluck.com. 